You know, it takes all kinds of people to make America what it is today. It takes doctors. Hello. And lawyers. Hi there. Accountants. 27. And librarians. But it also takes much more than that. It also takes America's morons. Use your signal, you <laughs> Good morning. You know us. Why, we're all around you. We're taking 200 items through the express lane of the supermarket. Wait, let me get my other part of over here. <laughs> we're sitting behind you in the movie theater wrapping our Christmas gifts. <laughs> yip the boo, yip the boo. <laughs> and we're holding up your bank line while we try to cash a check from the Bank of Venus. Hey, pal, could you hurry it up? How are you? We're the Association of Ignorant Americans, and we're always looking for new members. So if you hate any minority, don't read much, and just love to litter, then have a friend dial the phone for you and give us a call. Just dial area code 632-626-6766 or me, I'm a moron. Oh. <laughs> Hi, I'm a moron. <laughs> it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, was you sleeping? <laughs> America's morons. We're taking years off your life. You're listening to the Brit Summers Show. A real alternative to mindless garbage. We're so sorry, Dennis Rodman. We don't stock and gold teddies in juice and green. We're so sorry, Dennis Rodman. But the panties come with snappies to secure your little thing. Jackson notified me. He said you're very pretty, but you're dressing too petite. He asked if you would mind wearing something underneath, cause you're way too tall. Way too tall. Every time he jumps, you can see his basketball. Man, you look retarded. Retarded. For seven foot tall guy. FM, 1470 WWNN, The Brit Summer Show. Hi, everybody. This is Brittany Summers broadcasting to you live from the United States of Apathy. And once again, I I bagged a show that was far in advance of everything going on, Uh, namely the the shooting in Alexandria, where the fiercest champion of uh, gun rights for everybody, including the insane Steve Scalise, uh, is now suffering the consequences of... Oh, wait a minute. I should get that... Okay. 
Yes, NRA A-lister and a pro-gun with no rules, Steve Scalise. He's now experiencing the ramalima ding dongifications of uh, everybody having a gun, including insane whack jobs like the guy who shot him and had no business owning a gun to, be, to begin with. And of course, the NRA says, nah, go ahead, give him a gun. So let's take a look at the scoreboard now, shall we? The uh, mass shooters scoreboard. Scoreboard. All right, the latest score for the Mass Shooters Scoreboard is white right-wing Christian maniacs, 500,931. Leftist progressives, one. They tried, they tried so hard to uh, make it sound like, uh, well, you see, the leftists are coming after us. They're going to shoot all the right-wingers. Of course, it's reflectionism, as, as they always do. And it's been a week now, and nobody is buying their rhetoric. Frederick? And please, blaming Bernie Sanders? Just kiss my ass, okay? Kiss my ass like you kiss Trump's ass. Only mine's a lot nicer to kiss. And it smells better, too. And speaking of hygiene, <laughs> uh, can I uh, sue Colgate toothpaste for, for scaring the crap out of me? Now, let me explain. <laughs> when I get up in the morning, uh, it takes me about an hour or so for me to get all of my faculties, for me to even walk straight, for me to even realize where I am. I'm, I'm like uh, the victim of a stun gun after uh, I get up in the morning. So it takes me a, a good hour for me to figure out what's going on. So the, the other morning when I was brushing my teeth, I <laughs> it was a new tube tube of uh, Colgate and uh, I'm brushing my teeth and I'm spitting out red red fluid it looks like blood I'm spitting red blood all over the sink I'm I was about to plot <coughs> turns out <laughs> I looked at the the toothpaste it's red red toothpaste really what is that some kind of cruel joke to play on uh, people who patronize your products Red toothpaste. <sighs> well, that was a relief. <laughs> and the other thing that I didn't cover was the uh, Grenfell Tower in London. Uh, here's what they're not reporting to you here, because I'm reading The Guardian and watching BBC. And not, what they're not telling you on the media here is that uh, they recently remodeled that place. First of all, at least from what I'm reading... It was uh, a nice place to live. It had a you know pool and uh, tennis courts and all that stuff. It was like any other uh, like nice uh, luxury condo living or whatever it was. At least from what I'm reading and seeing. And they recently remodeled it with some kind of covering on the outside that was extremely flammable. Uh, wherever the fire started, it just took off and, and engulfed the entire building because of this material they used to remodel it. And they're pretty pissed off at Theresa May. Oh, uh, what, whatever her name is. Theresa May. Oh, I don't know. The the, the prime minister with no last name. Uh, she's one of these Reaganite uh, Maggie Thatcher types that that's under the impression that the Mild Friedman 
trickle-down economics works, and she uh, exercised austerity measures, uh, much like uh, she did what uh, Sammy Brownback did, slamming Sammy Brownback in Kansas and tore that state apart. Uh, Supply-side economics does not work, and uh, trickle-down your... Trickle down their leg into your mouth does not work. Voters who vote against their own best interests. I know trickle down works. That's why I'm a Republican. And I'm going to vote for my trickle down candidates so they could trickle down their leg and I could lap it up. Yeah. And as it turns out, with her austerity measures, she cut back on the fire department. More lives could have been saved than were uh, because they were, they were understaffed, undermanned, and they're uh, pretty upset about that. So this should take her all the way down, hopefully, and then I'll get uh, Jeremy Corbyn in there, the British version of Bernie Sanders. And I'm certain that they'll benefit greatly by that, as we would have if we weren't so goddamn stupid over here. Right, DNC? No, I'm not going to go into that again. But uh, if you want to get past the Bernie-Hillary arguments from last year, you want to get past that, bring up this. 900 seats. Because that's the thing that the DNC can't argue about. Never mind the presidential election. We lost well over 900 seats. And when it comes to filling the uh, vacant seats uh, from the uh, President Orangutan appointments, we lost more. including the 6th District of uh, Atlanta in in Georgia. So we continue, as Democrats, we continue uh, our mission in losing every election that comes our way. I I would say further, the DNC is downright determined to lose every election, (laughs) especially 2018. Already we're arguing. Already we're fighting. The DNC, they're just not interested in winning because they're going to take their hubris and uh, drive it right off a cliff. We know what we're doing. We don't need to hear from you. Listen very carefully, DNC. This party is split right down the middle. Half of it is establishment corporate like you, the DNC. The other half of the Democratic Party are progressives. Now, this guy Ossoff, he wasn't a progressive, but we needed the seat nonetheless. But you're going to have to start taking progressive candidates seriously. And what, what I mean by that is a candidate we had in South Carolina and that guy uh, Quisp or Quist, not Quake, in, in uh, Montana. Those two were progressives and uh, not a peep, not a peep from the DNC. They, they could care less. And uh, if you're upset about Mitch McConnell and uh, all of his insidious doings uh, concerning the uh, the non-existent Republican health care bill. Again, you, you got to blame the DNC because his seat was up for grabs back in 2014. And not that anybody would grab the turtle seat except uh, his mail order bride. Uh, and the DNC again, uh, who was it? Uh, Ashley Judd was running against him. Uh, a known celebrity and uh, a progressive. They just don't want progressives winning. The DNC did not help. And I'll take you back further to the year way in the distant past, 2012. Woo! Let's go back now into the time machine to 2012. That's five years ago. 
Wisconsin held a recall election for that weasel putt, Scott Walker. And uh, did the DNC uh, help out? And who was president then? Did he care? What did he say when he was running for for president in 2008? He was going to put his protest shoes on and march with you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Where was he? Not Not a peep. Not a word. But they did send Dirty Debbie out there. Debbie Wasserman Schultz. They sent her out there. Uh, to give a uh, a feel-good speech and then uh, feel this, and she walked away. But they didn't help anybody in that recall election, even though that was close. All of these elections are very close, and uh, we continue to lose. And they, <laughs> the DNC, the powers that pee, they refuse. They refu- It's a very corporate attitude because if you if you've got an MBA, if you're a uh, business major in college or something they teach you never to evaluate what went wrong never to go back over and see how you can correct your mistakes never admit you made them in the first place that's the corporate mentality and that's the dnc they just refuse to recognize what they do wrong and something has to be done uh, they just don't want you're listen dnc you're gonna have to accept us progressives you have no choice well no i'm sorry i take that back you do have a choice your choice is to uh lose every goddamn election or take the progressive candidate seriously endorse them back them support them uh so we can at least win a few seats back at least that much uh, with 2018 coming up You're going to hear a lot more about that from more than just me, because I'm going no party affiliation after uh, if they blow this 2018 election. First of all, there won't be any Democratic Party left. And what is that? What does like Tom Perez? What do they care? Because uh, if there's no more Democratic Party to work for, they'll just be uh, go off and be lobbyists somewhere like they are now, pretty much. And Nancy Pelosi, please go the hell away. Ugh. You got the crusty old farts in there still at the DNC, marching along with the same orders that they, they, they've done for years uh, to lose. Listen, if Obama didn't come along, it would have been a very tight race between Hillary and McCain, even with Palin in the mix. So the DNC and, and the Democrats were very lucky in 2008 uh, that uh, Obama was running because uh, he had superstar status. Old establishment kept trying to dredge up Hillary. And, and it's always at the behest of her husband, naturally. I want my wife to be president. Okay, Bill, but we don't. I think we made that clear. And right now, as it stands, if the DNC had it their way, they'd run her again and again. And again, you know why? Because it's a foregone conclusion that she will lose. And the Democratic National Committee, they like to lose. So does the DCCC. So there's going to have to be some changes made along the way. And uh, even Democrats, uh, we're just going to have to run our own candidates and ignore the powers that pee. And we have to come up with a different strategy. That's all. Because I'm telling you right now, uh, come 2018, if something doesn't break in November 2018 and, and moves in our favor, I'm going, I'm telling my audience right now, uh, locally and around the world, uh, no party affiliation. Because after that, might as well. The Democratic Party will be dead. It will be dead if they don't win more seats in 2018. That is a do or die. 
And what will die is the Democratic Party. Because if they do lose more seats, there's a movement going on right now, backed by the Koch brothers, naturally, for a constitutional convention. And what does that mean? That means they can, if, if one party has the entire, well, it pretty much does now. But if there's only one party in Washington, then I, I'm not sure of the technicalities, but the way I understand it is they can rewrite the Constitution. Never mind amendments or any of that. They can rewrite the Constitution. One party. A one-party rule. That's what you get. And that's why it's so important to have checks and balances. But people don't pay attention to that. What's all? Did you hear what the Cardassians did? <laughs> this is what we have out there. Oh, and speaking of them, Bruce Jenner. That's right. I said Bruce. I will never, ever refer to that murderous pig as a uh, transgendered person. I never have. I, I never will. And uh, I took a lot of flack for that two years ago when that magazine came out with the, that craggy old fart on the cover. When he commented about the uh, Alexandria. Liberals can't even shoot straight. <laughs> yeah, okay. Bruce, put your pants back on and go ahead and run over another woman. Go kill another innocent victim. You murderous douchebag you. You murderous piece of shit. He got away with it. And then he put on a dress. He said, oh, now I'm the leader of the transgender community. Yay, look at me. Get the fuck away from us. Just just go to hell home, put your pants back on, and drop peanut shells on your balls. Like you're doing right now. Fucking Bruce Jenner. Get the fuck away. I can't believe a, all the crap I took for that son of a bitch. Uh, two years ago by, by the transgender community. Oh, everybody's welcome under our umbrella. Oh, you're being mean. Oh, you're out of line. And all I was saying the whole time was, this person is cracked. Do not gush. Do not go crazy. And, they, and boy, I got excoriated. And now... I have been vindicated. Thank you very much. I await your apology. Quite a guy, smooth as satin, long silky legs and a bustier. Quite a guy, he's what's happening. He's stepping out of the closet, dressed as a babe. Here he comes in a sequin gown, looking like a queen. Something in between You might think she's quite a gal Different from the rest But you'll soon find a brand new pal When you lift up her dress There's a penis in her blue jeans Jeff or Lisa with a ponytail wears pumps and shaves her butt and she stands up to be the brit summer show 95.3 fm so finally we hear jared kushner's voice <laughs> aren't you glad you heard him speak and who does he sound like 
to all of my Neil Rogers listeners out there, he sounds like Geldy Jr. Well, he to me, he looks like a weenie, so I figured he'd speak like one, too. I, I wasn't surprised, but people were shocked. It's like, uh, I can't unhear what I heard. Well, <laughs> he sounds like Geldy. <laughs> and he's in charge of, oh, let's see, everything. Geldy. Geldy, talking on a sports show, trying to be macho. Your voice sounds just like a seven-year-old girl, a little sports whole shill. What else are you there for? Geldy, Geldy, talking like a baby who needs a little training. Why can't you understand? You don't sound like a man Remove the rubber bands That choke your scrotum Geldy, Geldy, Geldy Geldy, your lucky management don't care Cause Geldy, you don't belong there on the air And Geldy the sports can't wait till your voice cracks Cause anyone who sounds like that should find another job And they should only take you back when both your BBs drop Oh, Geldy, Geldy, when you're gonna grow up You make us wanna throw up You silly squeaky poo, go to broadcasting school your prepubescent voice makes you sound like a putz. You're a Brit Summers with you on 1470 WWNN. And the latest has it <laughs> that Spicy, Sean Spicer, is uh, on the way out. <laughs> I don't know where this came from, but somebody has. I don't know how anybody could ask anything since they locked down the White House to the press. But apparently someone asked Steve Bannon why he thought uh, Sean Spicer was being replaced. And he said, because, quote, Spicer's getting too fat. Look who said that. Steve Bannon. You know, just you could find him anywhere. Just follow the flies. He hasn't taken a bath since 1979. Steve Bannon. He don't tolerate too much weight. And, uh, <laughs> except if it's him. <laughs> See how these people are. They don't see themselves in a mirror. They don't. <laughs> yeah, Spicy's too fat, but but not Steve Bannon. He's the uh, calendar boy for Weight Watchers, that guy. I gained a ton. I had to let my pants out far too wide. It wasn't long before I realized I gained so much weight. I gained a ton. What used to be a rockin' superstar Now needs a shoehorn to get in his car I gained too much weight Back into tongue I ate too much I'm pasty pudge I gained a tongue Too many Twinkies Cressada cakes and halibut Made the room stinky that big baby room Gained too much weight 
I've gone too far, got big fat buns. I gained a ton. Now my cholesterol is far too high. You got to wonder why I haven't died from all of this weight. I gained a ton. My front looks like John Goodman from the back. And with the beard, I look like Wolfman Jack. I'm a big Harry A. Gained too much weight. I can't see my shoes. My thing is gone. I've gained a ton. What if I take my heart and stop it? The Brit Summer Show, 95.3 FM. Wow, I'm playing a lot of bits today. That's good. It kills a lot of time. And speaking of comedy, uh, the New York Classical Theater is uh, put in, it's in Central Park is putting on a, uh, a up-to-date version of Julius Caesar uh, for free for anyone to watch. Boy, the right wing is back. Oh, they're upset. Ooh. Because they're, they're changing Julius Caesar to Trump. And good for them. Oh! I'm for anything that trashes that fat piece of crap. Especially what happened after the seven sailors that were accidentally killed. Uh, I think it was by a, a Japanese cargo ship. Ran into the USS Fitzgerald. Now listen, if, if I was still doing comedy bits, it's really close too. The legend lives on from the Chippewa on down At the big lake they call Gitchagumi But I, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Not to any great extent, anyway. And, uh, <laughs> no. Somebody's gonna take off with that. But I don't see how you can make that funny, because it was tragic, and we lost seven sailors for no reason at all. And I, I'm still waiting to hear the details on what happened. What happened to the, the, the uh, cargo ship captain? Was he drunk like the Exxon Valdez? Well, what happened? N- nothing. No news. And I'm not even finding it in the uh, foreign papers. Nothing. Uh, I'm certain it's under investigation, but I don't know what the end of the story is. Meanwhile, we got seven dead sailors. You know, when I first heard that story, it, it, it flashed in my head. Uh-oh, North Korea. But nah, this was the uh, this was the shipping lanes in Japan. It was very busy shipping lanes. So somebody just wasn't paying attention, and seven deaths ensued. But the reason I'm bringing that up it was because that orange turd we have in the White House, he didn't. It was until the very end of the day. He was tweeting, tweeting, all day about how he uh, has higher ratings than Obama, which is uh, absolute crap. <laughs> Naturally, nothing he says is true. His uh, disapproval's up to sixty per sixty three percent as of this uh, uh, recorded show, and it's probably going to get even higher, as Jackie Wilson once said. And it wasn't until the very, very end of the day put a little tweet out. Of, yes, I feel bad for those sailors. Whatever. He doesn't give a crap about the, the United States. He doesn't give a crap about this country. He doesn't give a crap about the armed forces. All he gives a crap about is Donald Trump. And you blindly loyal followers out there, you're no better than any other anarchist that just wants to see the end of this country, just wants to see it just crumble and fall apart and die. So you can go after that nut that was in Alexandria all you want, but you're the nuts. Anybody who supports Trump or anybody who makes excuses for this douchebag, that makes Bush, uh, that actually makes uh, Georgie Jr. look better. Not by much, though. 
He's a war criminal that's uh, playing with finger paints. Why? Because our Nancy Pelosi in the Democratic Party decided to take war crimes hearings off the table. That's right. You, oh, you forgot. Yeah, that's our party that did that. So justice will never be done for the lies that were told us in 2002, 2003, and 2004. No justice will be done. But I think justice will be done in this case because this is an actual foreign power attempting to take over. Well, what am I saying? Attempting. They already have. And all you comrades out there are going to continue to vote Republican no matter what. No matter what, because it's a tribal attitude. And speaking of tribal animals, uh, Ted Nugent. Well, I'm going to get to that uh, on the second half of the show uh, because I, I did a show all about him back uh, ooh, maybe about three or four years ago, and I'm going to dredge up uh, just a part of it so I can say what, I'm, what I was going to say, but I already said it, and I'll just say it again, only it's already been said, and I could play it again for you to hear what I already said because you haven't heard what I said. Uh, a, a lot of my audience are relatively new to this show. This show is going to be on... Uh, my next show will be the anniversary, I think, my sixth anniversary. It will be six years in July that this show has been on the air. And if you've been listening since then, uh, thank you. I'm grateful for that. But if you're a new listener, uh, you probably haven't heard a lot of the stuff I did before. So, uh, And uh, if you did hear it before, you probably forgot. So I'm going to play that in the second half of the show. And if I was still doing bits, one of the bits I would do would be the Steve Bannon diet. French fries, Eskimo pies, all after my thighs. This I realize I can't stop. I'm addicted to food. Shoving jelly donuts down with macaroons. Drake cakes, tasty cakes, color bar. Stromboni, macaroni, chocolate, mallow, Mars, and ringings. Potato lockers, too. I need another pizza. I'm a big balloon. I grew another chin and I can't see my show. Drowning in the sea of bad, in the sea of bad. Drowning in the sea of Drowning in the sea of bad, in the sea of bad. You like beer and I like beer and we know beer and oysters go together.
have been listening to The Brit Summer Show on 1470 WWNN 95.3 FM. And I'm about to make the swish over to online. I want to thank all of my terrestrial listeners uh, to WWNN and 95.3 for tuning in this week. I'll see you all here again in two weeks because it's July 4th weekend next weekend. So I'll see you all back here at 4 o'clock two weeks from today. And everybody else, let's cross on over to the other side. The only licensed transgendered broadcaster licensed... Well, you're tuned to the place where you'll hear the truth. It's the Brit Summit Show. And that's the truth. That's the truth, baby! Georgia, Georgia, you have the good Lord to thank for being in bread retards. Oh, I am crying. I said, Georgia, Georgia, you pity hillbilly here. Go huddle in the huddle house. And come on your green We're all going down, including you To bliss freaks who don't wear shoes All the same to me if you succeed And go play your banjo a dream you lead a Christian way of life where you screw your dogs and your sister is your wife Be your wife. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show on FYINation.com, SoFloRadio.com, GDPRRevolution99.com, and tune in. And uh, this Megan Kelly thing, uh, did, did I watch it? No. Did you watch it? Uh, no. Uh, no, because nobody watched it. <laughs> Andrew Lack, you did it again. Here's a $28 million mistake that MSNBC made. Andrew Lack uh, lacks any ability or skill uh, to program that network. Andrew lacks a brain. Andrew Lack is an asshole. And uh, the, the stockholders of Comcast should uh, get rid of the son of a bitch. It's as simple as that. He's, he's just uh, demolishing the, the, the network. Megan Kelly. Are you fucking kidding me? And then what was the other one? Oh, yeah, I already went over that. Greta Van Susteren. Well, uh, O'Reilly's out of work. Why not hire him, Andy Lack? You stupid fucking douchebag. Andy Lack. So now, if I absolutely, positively have to watch any televised news, first on my list is HBO's 
Vice Nightly News, 7.30 every night, Monday through Friday, on HBO. And my, my second by default would be CNN. Not that I want to, but there's really nothing left, is there? Uh, I mean, I, I like uh, John Oliver, but <laughs> that's a half hour a week, 27 weeks a year. I'd like to see him on every night, but he does a phenomenal job. But Jesus Christ, could you could you do it all uh, like a, maybe every day of the week, like Vice Weekly News or something like that? Uh, and then take your 27 weeks off or whatever it is. We need John Oliver every night. And uh, Steve Colbert's doing a great job. Uh, the first half hour of his show, if you're not into the celebrity glitter, which I can't stand, but the first half hour of his show is <laughs> really taking on a lot of what his old show used to be. So it's really worth a watch. But I'm not going to put that fat-ass Alex Jones on any of my screens in my home. Uh, I don't want them to melt from the smell. Uh, that filthy piece of shit doesn't belong on National Network. or and, and, you know, I think he is on the air in certain places, mainly the South. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Here's another thing about John Ossoff that I did not know. He's a Jew, and they don't look cotton to them Jews in Georgia. Oi! I was wondering about the name Ossoff. But I, I naturally just assumed he couldn't possibly be Jewish in in that area. Well, it turns out he was. And apparently they know that. <laughs> so they voted for the good white Christian. Jesus, he's going to come down, ascend from the heavens, and bless all your guns. Now, earlier in the show, I promised to play an excerpt from one of my early shows. Uh, Actually, this is from April 2012. Yes, this show has been on for quite some time. And this was back when uh, Ted Nugent threatened to assassinate uh, President Obama. Oh, you forgot all about that one, huh? How about that, you radical right-wing assholes who go around shooting anything you can see? Especially to cops, if they're cops, there's a new rule to be a cop now. You can shoot anyone you like as long as they're black. Another one got off. Why do you get off? Because they get off by shooting black people, innocent ones. And this guy, it just so happens, he was a licensed gun holder and an NRA member, and they shot him anyway because he was the wrong color. And the wrong color scares them. It scares them. And I understand about the police unions. And I know there's black cops in the police unions. How come the black cops are not standing up and say, why don't you just cool it shooting black people? Nobody. Maybe they are. Okay, I could be wrong. But as far as I know, as far as I, I can't find it anywhere, I can't read it anywhere. Maybe it's behind closed doors. But there's an awful lot of African-American policemen out there. I don't see how they can tolerate this. White cops just summarily shooting whatever, whoever they see that's black, just shoot them. I don't, I, how could you be a black cop today and find that acceptable? I, I don't understand that. Yet, well, whatever. It, it continues to happen and it continue to get off. But anyway, getting back to um, the uh, blast from the past about uh, Ted Nugent. By the way, he, he was visited. I don't know if, I don't remember now if it was the FBI or the CIA, but they did visit him at his home because he said, quote, 
Obama can suck on the end of my machine gun. How many times did he threaten the president's life? This I, this great icon of the right wing. But one fucking maniac that, that happened to have been a Bernie supporter. Oh, well, you see, oh, all along. And, no, no, it doesn't work. That argument, and it did fall flat. It's just not working. No one's buying it. No. There's no more dangerous terrorist in this country today than white, pasty, Christian, radical right-wingers who all they do is listen to right-wing hate talk and watch Fox News. So let's go back. Let's go way back now (laughs) to, actually, it was uh, April 22nd, 2012. Remember this golden gasser. We now have the best candidate for the world's smallest penis. Rush would be a close runner-up, but we have a definitive winner for the Guinness World Book of Records for the world's smallest penis. Ted Amboy Dukes Nugent. Wow! Another winner! Hip, hip, hooray! Here's a guy who has a really good reason for owning guns. For his own security. Or insecurity, I should say. If you take all of Ted Nugent's guns away... What you have left is a frightened little pussy who poses with bananas on his balls, like he did on that album cover. This was his first hit. It's funny how everybody missed this one. This was his first charter. It was on the mainstream label, and this was a chart topper in 1968. Um, sorry to say, when I was a kid, I, I liked this song. And it was about the only song I ever liked by him. And this particular little tune happens to be celebrating the wonders of an acid trip that it appears he never came down from. And later on, he just got more marginal as time went on. I think in the late 70s, he had a couple of hit albums. Nothing really charted very high. I can't even listen to his marginal crap anymore. And as a guitarist, he's marginal. Like his fans, who think he's good. He's just got a big stupid mouth. And now, after allegorically threatening to assassinate our president time and time again, the CIA and the FBI has him on their watch list. In fact, I think in between visits to uh, whorehouses, the CIA took a moment out to pay him a visit this week. Not that that guy has the balls to do anything like assassinate the president. I'm going to get to this. I'm going to get to something in a moment here. Because the problem is his cracker followers, they would, thinking maybe they could gain favor and get a glimpse under those bananas he's holding over his balls. Well, to give you an idea what a big pussy, what a coward Ted Nugent is, I have an interview from The Independent. And this interview took place in 2006. I wish I had the audio. In 1977, you gave an interview to High Times where you claimed you defecated in your clothes to avoid the draft. 
I get 30 days notice of the physical, man. I ceased cleansing my body two weeks before the test. I stopped eating food with nutritional value a week before I stopped going to the bathroom. I did it in my pants. And my pants got like all, you know, crusted up. <laughs> you also told them you took crystal meth as a result of which, and I quote, you said, I got a big juicy 4F. Unbelievable. Meth. Yeah, that's my drug of choice. You said when you wanted to teach the stupid bastards in the military a lesson. I'd have thought you have loved the army. Guns, travel, danger. Back then, I didn't even understand what World War II was, man. So basically, you didn't want to get your Michigan ass blown off in Vietnam. Correct. I did not want to get my ass blown off in Vietnam. Has it occurred to you that someone else may have died in Saigon because you didn't go? Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ted Nugent, rocker, patriot, and sadistic caveman. As you know, the tragedy of 9-11 was like a really bad thing that happened because of Bill Clinton and the Jews. So I want you to show your support for our president who was appointed by God himself. For a limited time only, you can have this personally autographed photo of our fearless leader on that tragic day. It's in full color and on genuine paper made from trees in the great Northwest. Yours for only $150. Now come on, an item like this will soon be an eBay collectible, you know that. So call 1-800-NRCC right now. But wait, if you call within the next 10 minutes, you'll receive this never-before-heard audio of our mighty president on the morning of 9-11. There once was a caterpillar who was very hungry. He ate an apple, but he was still hungry. Then he Excuse me, Mr. President, there's been an attack on the World Trade Center. Okay. And then he ate some strawberries and he had a stomach. Mr. President, your uncle Tick is on the phone. <clears throat> you shouldn't eat a lot of junk food because you'll get a stomach achy. That's 800 NRCC. I tell you what, if you call now, I'll even throw in this here bunch of bananas I'm wearing on my balls. That was from five years ago, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, my uh, this, this sound quality has improved greatly. See, I have done some work on this show. Uh, <laughs> I don't sound like I'm talking out of a soup can, uh, <laughs> which I find is a, a problem with podcasters uh, around the Internet. Anyway, uh, as I've been saying all along, since this show has been on the air, and even when I was writing my bits through my material, the the crux of the matter is this. The, the whole problem with what's wrong with this country right now is the media. You can attribute it all to that. All the way back to 1987, when they got rid of the Fairness Doctrine, and uh, up to 1996 with uh, Bill Clinton's 1996 Telecom Act, and uh, people just depend on what they see and hear on the news. They don't research, and to be fair, most people don't have the time to research. I, I uh, addressed one of uh, uh, our Democratic meetings <clears throat> which will probably last up until 2018. After that, there won't be any more party to have meetings for. But uh, I brought to the attention of the members of this club that uh, uh, HB 101, SB 101, which I spoke about on last week's show, about the uh, criminalization of miscarriages. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Republicans, how it's all part of their war on women. And, and nobody, well, just a couple people, but I would say there were about, I don't know, 50 people in that room. They didn't know. that Their mouths opened up. What? What? 
It's illegal to have a mix. No, it's not. It's legal if you report it and if you name the goo and if you uh, pay a $5 fine in this state. They didn't know. Why? Because it wasn't on the news. Because it wasn't on television. And naturally, it wouldn't be on radio. Yeah, everybody's online. Everybody's got a droid or an iPhone. Everybody's got Wi-Fi. But there's no information. You have to really dig for it. And that's my job. And that's the job of responsible internet broadcasters out there to do your research because you've got to have the facts behind you. And I make my mistakes. And when I do, I come on the next week and I tell you where I screwed up. But generally, what I say, I research pretty deeply so I, I don't make mistakes. I've, been in, I've gotten in trouble for that before many, many years ago uh, on uh, WQAM. <laughs> so I don't want to do that again. And ever since I got in trouble for that, I have uh, taken copious notes and I've done an enormous amount of research, even for the most meaningless, throwaway, silly bit in the world. Uh, it was well-researched, so no one could come after me for it. This show is the same way, but sometimes I make a mistake. I overlook something here and there. But generally, I do a lot of work to, to, to find out the facts, which uh, the first big tits, uh, Ivanka, she'll tell you that uh, reality is just a matter of perception. <laughs> And speaking of President Afterbirth, uh, he imposed new bullshit crap on Cuba. On Cuba. Why? Why? He does business with Russia. He has patents. He does business with Red China. Uh, Are those free and open democracies? They're okay. But little tiny Cuba down there? And Fidel's dead. What's the big deal? Everybody was so happy, to, and actually the uh, tourism trade's uh, increasing. People want to go down there and see the old cars and stuff. I, I have not heard how the hotels are down there. The hotels here are bigger and swankier. No, I mean now. I mean, <laughs> that was 1959. I can only hope that uh, the mob went back down there and uh, bought new hotels, because when the mob runs a hotel... When they wouldn't run a restaurant, you know, you're going to get quality service and good food. Guaranteed. Hey, come over here, kid. Learn something. You never know. You might have to cook for 20 guys someday. You see? You start out with a little bit of oil. And you fry some garlic. Then you throw in some tomatoes, some tomato paste. You fry it. You make sure it doesn't stick. You got it to a boil. You shove in all your sausage and your meatballs. Huh? And a little bit of wine. And a little bit of sugar. And that's my trick. Why don't you cut the crap? So, yeah, it would be worth going down there to, to, to have some fun. But not what... Yeah, that was just uh, a show for uh, the old Guayabara shirt-wearing uh, round-tooth Cuban men down there. The domino players. Because the young Cubans, they're, they're sharp. They don't need this crap. They don't want to hear this. Uh, communista, communista, Kennedy, Kennedy, Kennedy. Those people are dying out. So again, Trump was playing to his base, which is relatively small in South Florida. It was totally unnecessary and a waste of time, much like his entire administration. We'd like to send you on a slow boat to Cuba. All the arrogant, angry Julios. We'd like to see 
what happens over there when they start with their demanding and shake their angry fists in the air off the jail they go we'd like to send them on a leaky raft to cuba with the commie flag wrapped around their balls Fidel has made it very clear He's had enough after 40 years That's why he sends them floating back here You will not send us on a slow boat to Cuba You're listening to the Brit Summers Show. Uh, the latest is <laughs> uh, Trump is appointing Jerry Falwell Jr. to head the uh, <clears throat> so-called Education Task Force. Well, you know what that means. He wants to weed out all of the LGBT students, endorse bullying, and um, and Jesus. That's what it is. So, of course, uh, you got Betsy DeVos in there for her predatory student loan lenders. And uh, they're going to be breaking some students' legs. Because that's the way business is going to be done here in the United States of Russia. And uh, nobody cares. I said this last week. Nobody cares. Especially the DNC. Because no one at the DNC is willing to sit down and evaluate what's going wrong. And I can give you a very simple answer right here. You must, must embrace the progressive branch of the Democratic Party. You must endorse progressive candidates. You can't go old school anymore. You can't run. You can't run your your favorite candidates like uh, how George Dukakis do, how'd Walter Mondale do, all your loser candidates. Uh, even back then, it, it, I remember George Dukakis. If I had a show back then, I would be saying the same thing. Are you fucking kidding me? Seriously? John Kerry? Seriously? Oh, yeah, I voted for him, but really? They, they don't like dynamic candidates. See, Obama fell into their laps. They got lucky with Obama, as I said earlier. And uh, Bernie could have been the same thing, but oh, too much momentum for them. No, they want a boring old woman uh, who lucked into a senatorial uh, win against uh, Rick Lazio, who, and they have the same attitude in 2000 when she ran for the Senate. The same attitude uh, prevailed last year because Rick Lazio is like a pathetic, pathetic candidate, the Republican running against Hillary for uh, senator for New York. And uh, he, he, he grabbed her microphone during a debate. He's a stupid pig. He's an asshole. And he's always on Bill Maher for some reason. And naturally, she won. It wasn't a big deal. She, they thought in 2016, 
It would be the same thing. Who could be who would be the worst possible Republican candidate they could get? Trump, naturally, right? It's an easy win. Oh, it's in the bag. And if you listen to my shows back then, I was warning them not to cop that attitude. Of course, they're not going to listen to some crazy tranny down in Florida. But that's what I was saying, and they did not listen to me. And what happened? You know the rest of the story. But the thing is, it's not just the Hillary Bernie thing, as I said before. It goes all the way down, the governor's seats, state legislatures, state assemblies, state. We lost everything because it was the same prevailing attitude. Only easy wins they wanted, and there are no more easy wins. Republicans played dirty. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, Steny Hoyer, stupid. God damn it. They play dirty. So the idea from now on is not to aim higher. Well, let's all aim higher. No, you got to aim lower than they aim. You saw how low they aimed at the John Ossoff thing. I'm not going to play the spots, but you've heard them already on other shows. And you could see how dirty they play. What what do we do? I I mean, (laughs) and getting back to the Bernie thing, Bernie had a beautiful, uh, an inspiring, uh, non-attack ad. She didn't even mention Hillary. And they had the Simon and Garfunkel song, America. It was inspiring. It was beautiful. It was nice. And uh, didn't work. DNC would have nothing to do with it. Talk about aiming higher. Well, Bernie did, but not quite high enough uh, for the DNC. Shit. You see, if they, if, they, if they put him on the ticket, things would be different these days. We'd all have our insurance. Uh, things would. Oh, yeah. Uh, she would have appointed um, all her buddies from the scrotum sacks. But. It wouldn't have been the entire organization of uh, Goldman Scrotum Sacks. Hey, pal, need a hand with that? Ouch. Next time you go shopping, go to Scrotums, where everything comes in its own protective sack. For one-stop shopping, that's a ball. Right below Dick's, at the mall. There's toys and booze, even high-speed modems. Safe in a sack right here at Scrotums. Everything you want, at a price that's low. Looking for furniture? Don't shop Siemens. Come to the source. Thinking of buying a new car? All models sold at Scrotums come with a driver's side double airbag. When it's cold outside, prices shrink at Scrotums. So come in now for our winter sale and receive a free Scrotums coffee mug that rests comfortably on any chin. You'd have to be nuts to shop anywhere else. Just ask Harry Balls, our proud owner. That's right. Harry Balls here. Hey, we've got it all at Scrotums. Have you ever dated an Italian girl with a mustache as thick as Raleigh fingers? Then pick up our Lady Remington mustache and beard trimmer. Just ask Mrs. Balls. That's right, honey. I looked like Sebastian Cabot till I got the Lady Remington from Scrotums. Now my face is as smooth as foreskin. Scrotums, we're never blue when we satisfy you. For one-stop shopping, that's a ball. We're right below Dick's at the mall. From cars to cows and high-speed modems. Safe in a sack right here at Scrotums. It's Poker Brittany. Truth on the airwaves. She's got the best in radio for you. You have been listening to The Brit Summer Show on the air and online. TheBritSummerShow.com is where you'll find out how to contact me, and my donate button is there. Everything you need to know is on my webpage, my background, uh, 
around me, over me, all over me. It's all right there. And uh, thank you for the donations. Again, I, I'm humbled by them. And that's a lot for me to get humbled. <laughs> but thank you very much. And uh, as I said earlier in the show, I will be... Uh, it's uh, July 4th next week, so I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Until then, this is Brittany Summer saying the truth. you find the fun. Radiates around the Brit Summer Show.